Hey everyone, welcome to Morning Matcha. Thanks so much for tuning in. This episode is brought to you by Patchology and we're working with them this month to bring you guys 15% off with code matcha. And I just want to share a little bit about them because they make awesome beauty products. They have wonderful lip patches, eye gels, face masks, really bringing you things that help you kind of reset your day. And we love them. We love working with them. And we're so excited that they decided to sponsor Morning Matcha. Today, I'm here with Celeste Thomas. She is a registered nurse and holistic skincare expert and the founder of The True Spoon. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me, Nikki. Thanks for coming and joining me today. It's so nice to meet you. Like recently, just a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago, we met and hit it off. And I felt like this just made so much sense to have you on and learn more about you. Totally. And it's just, I love podcasting because you really do get to connect with people like you wouldn't normally having Mm -hmm. a full hour or, you know, more to actually sit and look into each other's eyes and speak and not be distracted by phones or other things. Like it's such a beautiful thing. And I just really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, of course. So, okay. Tell me more about, we were just talking about your background as a registered nurse and I thought maybe you had been in working in hospitals, but you were saying you worked at a plastic surgeon's office Mm -hmm. for how long? Over six years. And what was that like? Oh my gosh. And what did you do? Because I know there's just so much with skincare, not just surgery, but there's a lot of the skincare um, focus. Yeah. And there's so many things to unpack and unfold when it comes to working for a plastic surgeon in Los Angeles. And, you know, coming from someone who's super acne prone and learning a lot about skin, um, I did a lot of laser treatments in office and really help people with anti-aging, with their acne, with, you know, different aesthetic things. But it was always kind of a challenge for me, no matter how much I could help people with lasers and injectables and things like that there was always a huge component that was so important to me that was the the internal and the holistic side that I couldn't always communicate to every patient. Yeah. Like, hey, you should also meditate and we should really look at your diet as well. But in that practice, I focused on different lasers for pigmentation and for acne scarring and help helping people with fillers and injectables, Botox and things like that um, to really feel youthful and to correct some things. So Mm -hmm. That was my focus there. I think it's really interesting because I'm always like, I want to have a plastic surgeon on or someone on because, um, like, I don't know. I, I'm just curious about the philosophy for a lot of people that are in the wellness world that are Mm -hmm. also just using a, I I don't know if balanced is the term for it, but for them, a balanced approach to anti-aging. And I'm curious what your philosophy is around that, because I know that, you know, people are, um, sensitive and yes. Yes. And for me personally, I take a more balanced, like you said, approach to my life in so many ways. And in aesthetics, it's, it is taboo to talk about fillers and to talk about Botox, but we live in Los Angeles, which is a really polluted city. We, you know, we travel, which carb, the carbon emissions aren't great for the environment. Like there are certain things in life that you kind of have to find a balance. And I respect anyone who doesn't want to do any aesthetic treatments to their face, but mm-hmm. I also personally do them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things like dermal filler, it's hyaluronic acid, which is it's synthesized in a lab when you inject it, but it's a naturally occurring substance in our skin that gives mm-hmm. us that youthful plump. Mm-hmm. So... I personally, once something has been 
FDA approved and tested for over 35 years, and it's found safe. And Botox has been used medicinally to help people with cerebral palsy and different issues like that for so long that if it I want to, it, yeah, it was medically there were so many medical indications before it was ever aesthetic. Wow. So people who had tremors and things like that to relax their muscle movement. So it's been <laughs> FDA approved and tested, quote unquote safe, but yeah, pick your poison. Life is mm -hmm. balanced. So I personally use these products and feel comfortable with them, mm -hmm. which is somewhat controversial for some people. And, and that's okay. Yeah. I mean, no one's here to like judge. I think that it's nice that you are also in the holistic mm -hmm. aspect and speaking to that. And it's not just like, I'm going to inject this and I'm just going to let it go. It's a more conscious approach, I guess, would be probably a good way of putting it. And, um, and then it, like you said, addressing things internally. And so, yeah, want to, do you want to mention your other, just your method? To, yeah. Yeah, um, totally. Skin? So, so the true spin was created because I was a, major, major acne sufferer. I've been acne prone since adolescence. And after going through nursing school and trying every Western approach for skincare, pharmaceuticals, going to the best dermatologists, I'm taking every medication. It wasn't working for me. And I had to really teach myself about a holistic approach. So what my diet was, what were my home practices, what kind of products I was using. And so through that education of, you know, 10 years of using my Western plus teaching myself a holistic method, I created a skincare philosophy that's really about healing yourself internally and externally to cure your acne first and foremost for myself, but also have youthful glowing skin. Mm -hmm. And when did you start the True Spoon? I started the True Spoon in 2014, but it was primarily just recipes and things while I was in my nursing career. And it's really evolved into holistic all things skin. Wow. And you said you have ebooks? Yeah. What are they on? Yeah. So I have an Eat to Glow ebook, which is all about my dietary philosophy. It really starts with healing the gut, things to omit from your diet to have clear skin, and then things to include. So that's really um, the way that I found I could heal my skin with food. So I put everything into a very easy, tangible tip, takeaway ebook with recipes. So anyone who follows me and interested in skincare can make the recipes and follow a meal plan that's super easy. Is it like what dairy free and or what I want to hear? I mean, not that it needs to fit into a box, but no. what are kind of the pillars? Yeah. So the American Dermatologist Dermatologic Association has found evidence-based indicators with dairy and acne-prone people who have a genetic predisposition to acne. Mm. So I'm not anti-dairy across mm -hmm. the board. I think that a lot of people can consume high-quality dairy and be great, can yeah. thrive on it. Think like going to the Hamptons and having a beautiful you know, piece of goat cheese and enjoying your day or being in Europe and having really high-quality dairy. I'm all for the, that for those who can enjoy that. But for acne sufferers who are genetically acne prone, dairy is a no-go. Mm -hmm. So personally, I try to avoid dairy mm -hmm. at all costs. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've found that certain, I mean, if I'm da eating dairy like all day, all the time and the type of dairy is so important. So um, important. Like imported is good mm -hmm. or like raw, high quality raw. Yes. Yeah. And ghee Cheese, and things yeah. like that. Yeah. So 
some people can do those in my ebook. I don't have any dairy because mm -hmm. I'm genetically acne prone and a lot of individuals who are coming to me for guidance might be. So no dairy. Then another huge culprit that's in the American diet in such high quantities is refined sugar. Mm. So sugar has... It's very inflammatory for the skin. Okay, that makes mm -hmm. sense. And so so people that have acne-prone skin just break out from sugar? Yes. I never even thought of that because I was thinking more like oils and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, you brought up another one with certain oils, but sugar is huge. And I think the problem with sugar is people don't realize the quantities in which they're consuming it. Yeah. Because it's in every condiment that's purchased so many packaged foods it's laden in every normal acai bowl coffee like mm -hmm. everything that we're consuming all day has so much sugar i know but and so it just challenge. how does that affect it's just the inflammation so it's really crazy like not to get too sciencey but um sugar as a is a crystalline molecule and it actually scrapes inside of your vasculature which causes a ton of inflammation which eventually ends up in the skin so you can tell when your skin is inflamed it's red mm -hmm. it looks irritated acne is red inflamed irritated so it's an inflammatory process that ends up in acne also sugar feeds bacteria mm -hmm. and acne starts as a bacteria on the skin and that's why you have the white blood cells coming to you know create a pustule a white head because it's fighting bacteria so if you're feeding bacteria with sugar and you're inflaming the skin it's just like a recipe for breakouts oh my gosh tell me i love hearing like this stuff so much so yeah. wait the bacteria is on the skin mm -hmm. and then the whitehead is because your body's like i need to help fight this yes i never even thought about it that way yeah so just like a healing wound how you might have you know white cells mm -hmm. same thing with your tissue it's trying to fight the acne bacteria so the the whitehead in a zit isn't something that's the bad acne zit it's your body going to immune defense to try to fight bacteria that's so insane yeah and yeah, wow, that's really cool. So my background, I like, I used to have really bad skin as well, which is crazy. <clears throat> I mean, your skin looks beautiful now. No, and my, I, I, it's definitely genetic. Like my dad had bad skin. Mm -hmm. Um, sister, I mean, all of us. My mom was like, "You need to go on Accutane," and I never really took my Accutane pills. And she was like, "This is super expensive to be on, and you should take it," but, um daily and i was just always like yeah whatever and so i take it here and there but you'd get tested every single month because it's so bad for your liver and um and it also just like sucks up all the fat in your brain because it's like taking away all the so i'm pretty against accutane because of i think the psychological effects that it has on people oh gosh, but there's so many effects i know it's so, it's so intense but i mean some people and there's just, I think it's overprescribed. I and like everything, I don't thousand percent agree with you. Yeah, I think at our culture as a whole, we put big band-aids on problems and we don't necessarily fix the root cause. Mm -hmm. So say you have, you know, a 17 year old Nikki who has, you know, acne prone skin or has a lot of breakouts instead of really helping you and educating you about what to eat, what to do, really delving into your whole lifestyle mm -hmm. and 
pinpointing what things you could improve before you go on Accutane. Yeah, your dermatologist exactly. didn't do that. No. Was your dermatologist asking you what your home practices are? Like, describe a day for me. And they realize you maybe aren't washing your pillowcase every other day. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're like eating too much pizza or maybe you're mm-hmm. not washing your face thoroughly before they put you on a life altering medication that can ruin your liver, affect your brain, mm-hmm. affect your hormones, moods. It's crazy. It's yeah. so backwards. They don't, they don't address that. And that's goes back to our whole system. Mm-hmm. And then along the lines of that, going through this advanced dermatology course, when I renewed my nursing license was so eye opening because there's so many medications that they put you on for acne that are antibiotic medications that are supposed to have like a three month max of prescription. And most people that I know that have been on these drugs are on it for years. Oh my God. Cause no one's communicating that to them and no. and no one's getting to the root cause of the bacteria. You can take antibiotics, but at a certain point it's going to ruin your microbiome. So your body won't be able to fully heal your skin. Mm-hmm. And then you're killing all, all the bacteria, but there's going to be naturally occurring bacteria when you stop these medications. So how are you supporting your body after that? Yeah. I know <sighs> um, my husband and I have a friend who um, he's had in, like, so many skin issues and not mm-hmm. acne necessarily, but, um, but some sort of like inflammation. There's so many issues and that can happen. He, his mom, like, or someone gave him a sample pack of a steroid cream mm-hmm. and it like totally healed it. Mm-hmm. So then he just uses it every day and he has to use more and more because his skin is getting used to it. And I'm like, you need to figure out how you're going to get off of this because mm-hmm you're, you're addicted to it basically. And I'm so curious. I'm sure a lot of people, and I think someone even was pitching an article to us recently about this, like a, how, um, addicted people are to, and they become uh, resistant people with eczema, with psoriasis, with, you know, acne, all of these things. And really the bandaid only works for so long Mm -hmm. with everything in our culture. Mm -hmm. So it's really diving in and figuring out what the root is. And that's what I want to provide. I want to be that resource that I didn't have when I was a 15 year old acne sufferer Mm -hmm. and I couldn't leave the house. And I was, you know, so upset about my skin. I was crying all the time. And really, if I had some education and someone to help me, I could have had the skin I have now. Mm -hmm. So I just, I want to be that for people because There are so many skin issues, whether you're suffering from rosacea or acne or just generalized aging that you're unhappy with. There are so many things you can do to feel better and and feel empowered. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I'm trying to share. Mm -hmm. And that, yeah, that goes. So one of my questions is, so once you start eating, Mm -hmm. what do you call it? Eat to glow. Eat to glow. And you really do heal your skin. Scarring is a big thing. So what are some things that you recommend for scarring? Yeah. So once your acne is under control, it's time to start talking about chemical exfoliants. There are so many amazing natural chemical exfoliants. A great place to start is fruit enzymes. There are so many products that have enzymes that enzymatically break down the dead skin cells in your face and help with cell turnover so that you're naturally turning over your skin cells faster to get rid of hyperpigmentation and even textured pitting scars that can happen from acne. Mm -hmm. So So like holes or not like like pitting. Yeah. So a lot of people who have acne and have cystic acne end up with 
holes in their skin. And a lot of times it's called ice pick, which Mm -hmm. is these teeny little holes that look like an actual ice pick has picked at the skin. Um, It's very common. I think if any of your listeners, you know, consciously think about it and take a look around over the next day or two, you'll see someone who has Mm -hmm. textural acne scarring Mm -hmm. and it's debilitating for those individuals. Like so challenging. So what do you think about um, microcurrent facials? I think microcurrent is really good. I think it helps stimulate cell turnover and cell growth. Um, It's one of those things that if you can afford it and stay up on it, I wholeheartedly think it's great. A lot of people can't afford it or won't continue to stay up on it and the frequency you need to see a difference. How much is it normally? I feel like it's really expensive. I feel like a microcurrent facial would be upwards of $200. Wow. And it's like, how long is the treatment? I mean, I feel like you'd have to do it every month to see the kind of regenerative effects you would need Mm -hmm. versus I love giving my audience like topical things they can do at home and more DIY Mm because I feel like it's really important to stay on track and commit to doing something in a sequence versus just like a one-off that's too yeah. expensive. And it, you know, and how it's it goes. not accessible. It's not accessible. Yeah. So what are some of the topical ones? Like the yeah, exfoliants? So, and so enzymes mm-hmm. are great. I really love to do chemical exfoliant masks at mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. I was talking to you about this yeah. when we met for the first time, yeah. but I have seen such a transition in my skin and my pigmentation from the watercress one, right? That one is amazing. There's a cherry enzyme one that I really love, but they're becoming so popular now that every non-toxic brand is coming out with one. Okay. And we were actually just talking about this at work at the fullest because mm-hmm. um sheet masks are such a thing and like I, we can't really find a super clean one i have one for you really that i'm obsessed with wow it's the only one i use oh my god it's a korean brand called wamisa mm-hmm. and they make a completely all natural all organic sheet mask and, and you were just in Korea, right? Mm-hmm. i know i was like that's so fun that you yes. got to go and explore all the all the like spas and stuff like that. Korea is magic and the amount of time and energy and money they're investing into innovation. And Huamisa, the company that I just told you about, I found them through Credo Beauty. Oh yeah. Who I love and I completely trust mm-hmm. that brand for all non-toxics. But I was using that sheet mask for years and when I went to Korea, I connected with the distributors and I sampled a lot of products and they invest like 40% of their revenue in R&D to develop the most active non-toxic organic products. That's amazing. Which is amazing and I think that's really important to talk about because You can have avocado oil, coconut oil that's organic, great. But in order to see a change in your skin, say you're scarring or anti-aging, you need really potent active naturals. And because of, you know, saffron latte, you understand the difference between something that's potent and active and something that's cheap and organic. Yeah. Just to say like the name of it or just to say that it has something in it, but it really doesn't. Completely. So finding those products, and Womisa, the sheet mask, is amazing. It's more for hydration. But for those products that are going to be chemical exfoliant for the scarring, you just want to make sure that you're getting it from a brand that's super trustworthy, but also can back it up with high-quality actives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like results-driven. 
that is exactly it. Results mm-hmm. driven. Mm-hmm. Are you going to start your own skincare line? I feel like I have I to. Just, yeah, you know, totally. Yeah. I just got that feeling. You I was like, download. oh my gosh, she's totally going to start one. It makes sense. I have to eventually. I mean, it's one of those things. And I test everything from every brand. I mean, everything that's passed, I have a very rigorous testing process. I never want to be someone who is salesy and tries to sell anything through my platforms that I don't truly believe in and have tested. And for your audience, like making sure that you find brands and companies and people who you trust and who are actually going to be your advocate mm-hmm. is so important. Mm-hmm. And I always want to be an advocate for my community. So I, once I research it all, then I test everything for two weeks before I would ever promote it. But mm-hmm. after testing, doing all this R and D for everyone, you're I like, like I know what's good. Yeah. I'm yeah. I and mean, it just makes sense. I think, but what's your number one I mean, for me, it's a serum, mm-hmm. um, but it's so different for everyone. Some people don't even like serums. And so I'm curious, what's your number one go-to skincare product? So my number one go-to is cleanser. Starting with a true clean is so important. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing that is the easiest thing to do that a lot of people don't do to the detriment of their skin Mm -hmm. is fully cleanse with the right cleanser and cleanse properly. Mm -hmm. And I think I heard on one of the episodes that you're into oil cleansing. I am. Which I think is awesome. I've never gotten into it. Really? Because I'm so acne prone that I get nervous. I know. I it's like changed my skin though, because yes. I feel like I'm not acne prone since doing it, which I was always acne prone. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think, um, and I love Nadine from living libation so mm-hmm. much because she's taught great things. I've just learned so much about skin from her and it really is the like microbiome, the skin biome. Mm-hmm. It's totally changed my face because yeah, something about the oil. I mean, oil is a detoxifier, mm-hmm. so it just makes sense. And you're not stripping. Yeah, exactly. You're just, you're cleansing, but you're not stripping. And no matter, like I use a really gentle uh, gel cleanser that Mm -hmm. has no sulfates that gives it foam. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't foam. I have to manually foam it with my hands. Yeah. And I do a full one minute massage on my face morning and night. so nice. Which it just feels good. It's so good. It stimulates blood flow but you're not stripping and and it is the skin biome. So you need to be supporting that hydrating, cleansing properly. Your skin is an organ. Mm -hmm. You have to treat it as such. You can't just use a harsh chemical cleanser and then expect your skin not to react, Mm -hmm. whether it's reacting an overproduction of oil and making you break out Mm -hmm. or redness. That's what always happened to me because I just would do too much of everything. Yeah. I, I love doing too much of everything. Same. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I need to take a step back because I'm like scrubbing. My mom is an esthetician. Oh, and so she, that's why she was like, my kids cannot have bad skin. Mm-hmm. Like mom, relax. It's actually because of my diet really. And I, at the time I didn't know. Right. But like she, and she didn't know. Did she teach you how to do skincare when you were like a she teen? She would like try, you yeah. know, and I would, but then I think that skincare, it's changed so much because when I was younger, she had so many things because she tried everything and she had so many routines. 
And I looked at it as like something you did when you were older. Mm -hmm. I didn't look at it as a form of self-care that you really, it feels so good. And we talk about this all the time um, at the falls because we love just like putting body oil all over ourselves and like massaging ourselves or like breast massage oil. I love using breast massage oil as a way to like, I I love using it, but also I check my breasts with that, Mm -hmm. but it's like a ritual versus, oh my gosh, I need to check and make sure that there's nothing funky going on or no, um, no lumps or whatever. I love that. But I just love doing it because it just Mm -hmm. feels good and it feels like I'm taking care of myself. So skincare is another thing like that versus I'd be like wearing makeup and then feel too, cause it's like, um, what is it? A domino effect, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, the not cleansing your skin, you wear makeup and you're like 15 years old, 14 years old, and you don't take it off because you're staying up really, really late. And either you're at a high school party or you drank, or you just stayed up way too late and you're too lazy to wash your face. And uh. then, you know, all these things are <laughs> getting, it's like, I know. Chill. And I think, I don't know if it's the age or if, you don't understand. Like I knew I should, I knew that washing my face was really important, Mm -hmm. but, um, but I wasn't taking care of myself and I didn't put taking care of myself, um, as number one thing. Um, but I feel like I also would self-sabotage so much when I was young, I had this like pattern of Mm self-sabotaging versus you. It's like, People do that. They know what they should do, but they just don't do it. And you also want to stay in the cycle of like complaining about that thing. Cause that's your thing you can complain about. So true. And that's so interesting to hear you say that because I've always wished that some, why didn't my mom teach me how to do mm-hmm. skincare? And like, that was never her interest or her focus. She was acne prone when she was young and she never really learned and mm-hmm. no one taught her and she didn't teach me. And if it wasn't at the clinic counter, it didn't exist. Yeah. And, um, That is interesting from your perspective of someone who had that knowledge, but sometimes it does take age, maturity, and and loving yourself and wanting to invest in yourself. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, it's like in your, it's a mental thing. It is. I don't know. And yeah, maturity for sure. Yeah. And I mean, that's one thing, like I really want to inspire people to educate themselves, do the self-care because really I'm trying to inspire skin confidence. And to me, that doesn't mean that your skin is perfectly clear. It just means that you feel empowered and you know what you should do and what will help you. So even if you decide, Hey, I want to eat a cheeseburger and fall asleep with my makeup on and wake up with it. And I'm like, cool. I knew that was happening. Yeah, exactly. That was a decision. I did it on purpose. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I that, wanted this to Right. But that feels better than not knowing and wondering and questioning because what do they say statistically that our self-talk is like 80% negative? Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. So if we can have that shiny moment of knowing what we should do and be like, okay, cool. If I want to have beautiful skin next week, I'll do this. Mm-hmm. If I want to like go live my life and have fun, I did, I'm going to do this mm-hmm. and that's okay. And then you feel empowered and more confident. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I've learned too. It's like, I've gone that. through the stringent thing, but I love that. I think it's so it's just live. Yeah. I think it's really important to share that because there are definitely times where you're like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, or I'm going to eat that. Even though I know that's going to make me break out, I'm just going to eat that because I want to. And I have a question for you. That's very interesting to me because my husband and I are talking about starting a family, but how has your skin changed since having your son? I 
had this weird dry patch around my nose my entire pregnancy. And so the oil cleansing thing was even more important because it would, it it was hydrating and it would Mm -hmm. just like help the dry patch. But I had like weird dry patches. Um, but like in general, my skin was just really good, I guess, because I don't know, like pregnancy, I think does that. I I guess it's different for everyone, but for me it was, I didn't have any issues. That's amazing to hear because I've heard from. I was oiled up. Yeah. <laughs> head to toe. Uh, from head to toe. <laughs> All of my, like my robe is disgusting. I just had to throw it away. I had the best linen robe from Koyuchi that I loved and I lived in and, um, it was like brown from all the oils, <laughs> like just that it was soaking in. And I just invested in a new robe after that whole thing um, from Parachute, but Ooh. which I love so much. And um, I'm always like, I need to, and I love light colors. Same. And so I have to like towel off before I get on it. But because, yeah. N- so pregnancy, I was oil, always oiled up and I, um, figured that when I had my baby, I would just like massage him too with like all these amazing oils, but his skin didn't like that. So at one point his skin broke out from, um, a baby mommy massage thing Mm -hmm. that I was doing with him. And, um, and I had to just like kind of back off and not use anything because he has really good skin. Like he's never had a rash or anything like that. But this one oil kind of set it off. And so I couldn't use oils on my body when I would nurse because his like face was just on my breast. So I ha- wasn't using breast massage oil and stuff like that. And um, so I have to now that I have a baby, I have to kind of work with his mm-hmm. skin if I'm going to do skin to skin and stuff like that. So I found that to be really interesting because oh. I miss getting oiled up 24 <laughs> seven. Um, but yeah, it was like, so I, something I never thought about. Yes. Yeah. Cause everyone's skin is different. So then you're like, Oh, your skin might be more like your dad's or your skin might be more just its own thing and I we have to learn what works for us and I thought but it's nice too because then you are always exploring and mm-hmm. and learning and then you'll be able to help him through his life yeah because you, you already kind of are getting to know his skin mm-hmm. and then you can help guide him even with like um sunscreen mm-hmm. and stuff like that do you use sunscreen every day yes which one so I, right now I use the Josh Rosebrook. Oh yeah. SPF I love 30. that one. Oh, it's it's so a really good one. Good. But I just heard about Viv, um, yes. Vivasana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I actually started using that one, um, especially on my like neck and decollete. It's one thing that people really need to focus I never, on. Yeah. <laughs> I do my skincare head, neck and decollete all the same. That's so, so awesome. So I have like six steps and yeah. I do it to all of it. That must feel really nice. It feels so good. And when you look at a human, usually like right now with Nikki's wearing the most adorable jumpsuit <laughs> ever. I'm obsessed with oh. it. And it has kind of a square neck. And when you are speaking to people, normally you see face, neck and decollete. So if there's a huge differentiation in like color or texture of skin, it's noticeable. Yeah. So you can invest all the money in the best serums and creams and lotions for your face. But if you're not putting it on your neck and decollete too, you're doing yourself a disservice. Total disservice. I know. I need to go. Even cleansing down. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, if you can. It depends. I mean, if you have like a toner, sometimes I'll skip the full cleanser and just do toner down there if you don't want to be washing yeah. like half your body in the I know. Thing. My next question was, what do you wear when you do this? Oh, I'm wearing all like robes. I live in robes. And, do you, like, my mom used to have for her clients like a... um tube robe or mm -hmm. what is that called it's like a towel dress yeah towel dress i yes. need to get it one of those yeah i wonder if they make any organic I ones you should say. make it with your skincare yes. line please like and then a good headband headbands are so challenging mm -hmm. for head shapes and stuff mm -hmm. like that no but i'm on your team of like wearing dirty robes all mm -hmm. the time yeah, I know. I was sad when I had to, well, I had a matching one. So for my husband and I's 10 year anniversary, um, cause like just dating anniversary, oh cause gosh. we've been together since high school. So I got cute. us matching robes and he hates matching with me. <laughs> hates it and so um but he was like stoked on this one but his is so pristine and perfect what? and I was sad that I had to get rid of mine oh my gosh that is that I did everything I could to save it but it smelled like it was not okay it was bad we're being really honest I yeah. love it it's That's just yeah it's so funny on the matching tip, totally off topic but it's fun in Korea it's a huge trend to wear the exact same outfit boyfriend and girlfriend really? or husband and wife like red hat teddy bear t-shirt white shorts same shoes oh same my gosh socks. i love i it's need to move so to korea <laughs> and we saw it everywhere in like same hair color on purpose wow same like fanny pack everything do you have tea. photos i'm gonna go we can google it it's like a really huge trend Aww. and i was like talking to my husband like hey babe we need like, to do I'd rather die yeah like, okay but oh I'll my do gosh it. you went because he was on a work trip yeah so he was on a work trip and then i've always just been fascinated by k-beauty and k-skincare mm -hmm. just their techniques and they have like a whole 10-step regimen and i've read a lot about it so i thought it was a perfect opportunity to get to hang out with him yeah and then also just really dive deep into Korea and the skin on the citizens of Seoul is next level and it really opened my eyes to the fact that no matter how old you are or what your income is you can have beautiful skin if That's you put so in that self-care time yeah. and commit to just doing it do you think it's also all the kimchi I definitely think their microbiomes are a lot healthier yeah. so yes Cause that's it all goes back to like your gut and then yes, your routine, but no, but the gut is so huge. And I actually have been teaching fermentation workshops for years to help oh, cool. people heal their gut because adding fermented foods into my diet really helped with my skin as well. That's so fun that you, do you still do that? I do. I actually have one coming up, a gut health one. I can't even say the location. It's the mm -hmm. secret Malibu location, which everyone yeah. knows, mm -hmm. but you're not supposed to say what it is. Um, so I have one coming up. Fun. Mm -hmm. I want to go to it. Yeah. You'll, I'll invite you to come for sure. <laughs> well, it's so fun to hang out and I chat. Know. We and could just chat for I know. Days. <laughs> I'm really excited about what True Spoon is, the, the future of True Spoon and Thank what you're you. going to expand to. I think it's so important for people to have someone to look up to that has a balanced approach that's more accessible for people as well that you can do DIY stuff or you can splurge yeah. whatever it is and then I'm looking forward to your product line hey, thank you it's, <laughs> manifesting it's all happening. Yeah. and it was wonderful <laughs> to actually spend a little more time with you and 
I mean, you're already crushing it with all the things. So, I mean, I just see amazing things. Thank you're already you. doing it. But. Thanks for being so supportive with Saffron Latte. Of course, too. I love it. Thank it's delicious. <laughs> hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a comment or review, and share with your friends. I'm always reading our comments and love hearing from you. So keep in touch, and I'll see you next time.